This is Daisen Shui XZ Podcast, episode 165, for the week of February 22nd, 2009. Welcome to Dai Zenshu EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Dai Zenshu EX. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. You gotta just do the whole show for me? That'd be great. That would be wonderful. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? This is Movie Phone. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? I'm fantastic. Recording Dai Zenshu EX here. It's a Saturday. It's just you and I again. Yeah, it is. Crazy stuff going on. Mary's got the flu now. She's not getting a break this year. It's like 4 a.m. in Japan, yeah. so we ain't got Julian. Nope. So uh, it's just you and me. Oh, there you go. Good times. Definitely. No, I like to have at least one other person local on the microphone. I'd never want to do the show just by myself. That'd be terribly boring. Uh, I can't. I, I There's just no way I can even think of how that would sound. I just can't do it. <laughs> no. Not for my show, not for your show. No, so I can't I'm pulling do you in. Awesome. You're going to do a show with us. Yep. And by us, I mean just you and I. <laughs> Right. So, Jeff, you are, as I described when you hear from manga, you're the resident Dragon Ball newbie, the virgin. You're going through the manga for the first time ever. You have a little familiarity. Been doing the podcast for a while with us, in and out. I'm the guy you you drag in when you need someone for content, yep. That's right. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So that leaves me. My name is Mike Vegito EX. I'm the ringleader of this here circus. It's just Jeff and I. And because we got so many crazy things going on, I'm actually closing on a house in two weeks, and I've been sick, and everyone else is sick. So we don't have a true topic this week. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, we got lots of news and releases and all sorts of other stuff. So I actually see it being somewhat of a regular length episode. Despite all that. That's that's pretty crazy. But it's just news and stuff. How how am I going to possibly be all that awesome in no topic? (laughs) I don't know. You got an outline in front of you. You'll manage. All right. Let's see how this goes then. So uh, before we get into the news, I just want to mention a couple of quick things going on over on the site. Uh, while I was sick, I was looking for something to do before I picked up Street Fighter 4. So I updated the animation gallery with screens from the Sparking Neo and Infinite World openings. Long overdue on that stuff. So you can go check that out. I think that's all the random stuff I have. Nothing much else going on. So that means we're going to take it right into the news, aren't we? Let's do it. We're starting it off with some delays. VizBig has a lot of delays going on right now. Uh, DBZ Volume 4 was supposed to come out on February 17th, but the Amazon listing now says April 21st. So knowing that one was delayed, we checked out a couple other ones. Dragon Ball Non-Z Volume 4 uh, was also supposed to be coming out soon on March 17th. That one's now listed as May 19th. And then also DBZ Volume 5 is supposed to come out on that May 19th. That's been pushed to July 21st. So we got something like two-month delays on the lot of his big volumes here. What's the deal? I don't know what's going on, because they were coming out pretty consistently. Uh, they were on schedule. I don't know if something else going on over at Viz is preventing uh, further work on these. What's I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it could be anything at this point. Very delayed, so I'm glad I wasn't waiting on Viz Big to uh, further continue the manga review of awesomeness with you. I'll just uh, leech off the old graphic novel versions. We'll do that. That'll be fine. Jeff, you love new DVDs. Yes, I do. You love new shiny things. Yes. Stuff from other countries is nice. Ooh, shiny. You want some French stuff? I, I like their fries. <laughs> 
France has a new giant box set coming out from AB Video and TF1 Video. This is going to be a 17-disc set. It's going to have 117 episodes on it. That would be the beginning of Z up to the end of Garlic Jr., actually right before Trunk shows up. This is going to be a 4x3 aspect ratio. Wonderful. Full screen. It's going to be remastered. We don't know what their uh, process is or uh, what masters are being used, but AB is doing their own internal remaster on this because this is for the French market. The French dub is going to be included. And what's really nice about this is where the French dub was previously censored, what they'll do on that audio track is actually switch to the Japanese version and include subtitles. But there's also the complete uncut Japanese audio track on there as well. So they didn't necessarily redub the show for uh, the missing French stuff. It's, it's a nice little compromise there. They did actually dub a couple new things. The Goku voice actor for France recorded new title screen narrations. They previously didn't have any. The Japanese version has the narrator who uh, says the episode title aloud. There's going to be next episode previews included, but only with the Japanese audio. Here's the deal. So this first set is coming out for 170 euros on March 19th, so coming up pretty soon. So big thanks to Sangofe on our forum for letting us know about that. Jeff, you're looking forward to Dragon Ball Evolution? I am. You absolutely are. I guess so, because this theoretical PSP that I'm supposed to have is empty <laughs> of this game, so I should get it. Speaking of PSPs, yes, I got my uh, sales audit copy from my credit card company for my purchase from last March, and I'm covered under the one-year warranty. So yes. I am getting a box to send my PSP back. Awesome. So I will be able to review Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP when it comes out. Nice. As much as I really don't want to spend the money on it, I suppose I should. You are, you're just going to. You know, <laughs> do that. you know you're going to do it. Speaking of this game, there is a full trailer out for it. It's actually the Japanese trailer, but it's completely in English. You can check that out over on Game Trailers. We got a little bit of uh, not quite rumors because we know it's going to be true because God of Chaos has never led us wrong on anything. You're hearing it here first. There is a new Dragon Ball video game coming out. It is coming out for the Wii. It is going to be a Dragon Ball game, not a Z game, not a GT game. That's right. It's going to be something revolving around the Red Ribbon Army because we know that uh, White will be somehow involved in the storyline here. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what's going on, man. This is where you get your news. That's crazy. That's right. God of Chaos better be right about this one. He's not wrong about anything, so we have uh, full faith, full confidence on this. It's actually interesting to note that uh, way back in June or July, something like that, 2004, on Atari's site, they had a URL and a listing for a Game Boy Advance game called Red Ribbon Army Saga, and approximately like a couple days or maybe a week later, that listing was taken down off their site, and we've heard nothing about it. So it would be interesting to see if they're kind of revisiting a concept from five years ago for a game that may have been in the works. But there you go. That's uh, There's a new game coming out. You haven't heard about it anywhere else. Now you have. So, Jeff, you've heard all about this new refresh coming out in Japan with the HD version of Dragon Ball coming in April, blah, 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 blah. You know, I actually feel a little giddy about it. I, I, I got to admit to it. Yep. It'll be nice. That should be kind of cool going through that with you for the first time. Well, you know what's going to be funny? What's that? I'm sort of laughing at Funimation right now. <laughs> Why? Because they went through their whole million-dollar remaster oh, just, process. just wait. There's a lot to talk about. So hold on to those thoughts until we really get going with this conversation. Here. I will. I All will. right. So let me start it off by saying that we have a name for this new refresh. We can stop calling it refresh or refreshed in quotes. It's going to be called Dragon Ball Kai. They're dropping the Z from it entirely for whatever reason, even though it is Dragon Ball Z. The Kai here means renewed or revised itself. So 
kind of fits in pretty well. And we know this from a scan from an upcoming Jump issue, and unfortunately doesn't say a whole lot else about it other than what we already know. But in the latest scan, there are two screenshots, and these screenshots are indeed in a widescreen aspect ratio. However, they appear to be kind of cropped, which is not the best indication of what's going on. So this really leaves more questions than answers. But we should we really need to go through this because I think a lot of Funimation supporters and I've seen this like ha ha ha, you Japanese fans are getting what's coming to you with you know Toei doing a shitty job with their new version of it. But let's not jump to the conclusions. Let's kind of go through this real quickly and say what we do know, what we don't know, and ultimately we'll have to wait until April. So first thing I want to say is keep in mind that Toei does not always represent their products accurately in their advertising. As we point out in the past, the ads for the Dragon Box versions of the movies are always presented in 4x3, including the most recent trailers for the singles, despite that they're actually anamorphic widescreen on the uh, the Dragon Box and the singles. So right there, I mean, there's a complete discrepancy between the advertising and the final product. Well, I can understand that, though, because they're trying to reach the people who usually who used to watch the show in the original 4.3, I guess, right? I don't know what's going on with that. I, Maybe? I, I really can't read into it. I have no idea. All right. That's confusing, though. It is. So this ad shows widescreen shots. They do appear to be cropped. But let's go into it a little bit. They could possibly be reframed, and there is a little evidence that, sure, they're cropped, but Jeff, what I mean by reframed, and as a film guy, you know what I'm talking about here, where it may be cropped, but they may adjust the picture, like move it up a little bit. Like a pan and scan. Kind of like a pan and scan done within a new widescreen presentation, exactly. So you lose the least important information, as opposed to Funimations, which were just straight on in the center, you know, top of heads be damned. I mean, this could possibly be what's going on. We don't know for sure, but it is a possibility. These could also be just four by three shots dropped into something like a widescreen mask on the page. So there, there might be a four by three image behind there that just got cropped just to fit into the page. Maybe they don't have the final version of the episode yet. They're just kind of showing on this orange toned page what it is. We don't actually know. You know, it sounds like I'm making excuses here, but we really don't know. What I do want to say is, yes, if this truly ends up being a cropped product with like completely little care given to it in the process, we will be just as upset with it as we are with Funimation's release. It doesn't get a free pass just because it's a Japanese version of something. Don't misunderstand us here. Oh, we are equal opportunity offenders. Don't you worry, people. That's right. We're Dragon Ball fans. We are more than happy to be pissed off and yell about something. And come on, it's Toei. There are things that we can be pissed off about. (laughs) Toei does not get a free pass on anything. No, definitely doesn't. So, I mean, we are non-apologetic, complete fans of the Japanese version. We have almost zero interest in Funimation's dub, but that doesn't mean that we won't be mad at Toei if they put out a shitty product. So, at the same time, Toei has just released giant box sets and individual DVD releases of the show exactly as it aired on television. This is completely different from Funimation. Because Toei put genuine care into this remastering process, and they make no claim about it being a new replacement for the original. As opposed to what Funimation does, we continue all the time to do this like little ironic quoting of the way it was meant to be seen because it's this nonsense that keeps coming up 
time and time again. Whenever a new version, whenever they put out a new version of the show, they almost disavow all knowledge and recognition of the previous version. And yeah, this started with uh, the Ocean Cast voices that they had and their Saban distribution. You know, they kind of put that behind themselves and did a, a new version with the new cast. And then they went and redubbed that season. But then came this ultimate uncut edition with that phrase, the way it was meant to be seen. And then they canceled that and did their new remastered releases. So we give them complete shit for their own phrasings there. You know what's funny, though? It's kind of like Funimation does the smarmy American version of advertising that like Toei does smarmy Japanese advertising. You know, there's definitely stuff that you see in, in, in marketing for Japanese products that are completely sort of like backwards. And, you know, the fake English doesn't help. Well, if you equate it to how American advertising usually works, it's stuff like the ironic statements, like the way it was meant to be seen and the version right. you've never seen before. Right. It's just like, look, it's the same exact thing. It's just there's a different spin because we're in a different country. Right. So I did say I won't give Toei a free pass on the shitty product, but we, we have to mention they do have the original out there. It's just now finishing with uh, Dragon Ball movies one through three. It's there if you want to buy it. They're not getting rid of it. Funimation completely gets rid of all of their prior products when they do a new version of DBZ. So they actually, Toei keeps it out on the market and... and- Funimation actually gets rid of it? Oh, yeah. You can't get Funimation singles anymore. They're not in print anymore. Oh, they're out of print. Okay. Right. I mean, if you want to get them secondhand, you can do that, too. Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're a licensor, so they don't have as much money to play with like Toei does. It's very true. It's Toei's product. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. But I, I do want to point out that Toei isn't saying this is a replacement for the original. It's still there if you want to buy it. And they're not trying to make any grand claim above and beyond that it's just, hey, this is a new version. Check it out on TV. Well, they can do it so they can get away with it. So there you go. Like I said, it kind of leaves us with more questions than answers. We're still looking forward to seeing what transpires on April 5th. All right, I'm cutting in. Since Jeff and I recorded this episode, there's been a bunch of new stuff, and I decided to uh, just record a little insert here to throw in. Uh, first thing we have was Wasted Wisher, who's been our little internal source, is uh, let us know a couple new things about this upcoming Dragon Ball Kai. First thing is that there will be a brief new look at the last moments of Bardock and Planet Vegeta, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, there's going to be an overview of young Goku's growing up years, the pre-Z period, up through his fight with Piccolo at the Tenkaichi Budokai, and uh, he's got to add in here the all-too-brief and yet still somewhat triumphant return of Farmer with a shotgun, so that's pretty funny. He also added in there that there's, uh, I don't know if you call this censoring, he said, and sadly, Goku's winky has disappeared. That's right, through the miracle of, quote, we're just not going to draw it anymore, unquote, little Goku is no longer going to be allowed to show off even littler Goku on TV. But don't worry, they won't do anything so blatant as to digitize tidy whities on him. So there you go, uh, that's some up from Wasted Wisher, but even above and beyond that, uh, our other good buddy, K17 over in Japan, who's doing a better job of reporting things in Japan than Julian is, uh, has some new V-Jump scans for us. And the first one's all about Dragon Ball Kai. It starts off with saying the same generic stuff that we've been reading for a little bit. The 20th anniversary of DBZ and the Son Goku legend once more. Its name is Dragon Ball Kai. But there are four points down at the bottom, and what I'm going to do is just read verbatim Julian's translations here. So Number one, the story will be developed speedily. Kai starts from the invasion of the Saiyans. This version will be re-edited to hew more closely to Akira Toriyama's original story, so the story's development will progress all the faster. So uh, I guess I just want to say that it doesn't flat out say no filler. It just says things are going to move more quickly. So we can't read anything into that just yet, but it'll be interesting to see. 
Next up, the opening and ending songs will be completely renewed. The opening and ending songs will together be made anew. Furthermore, in Kai, the background music will be newly recorded. Let's enjoy Kai, where even the music has been powered up. Uh, so typically Japanese in there. It doesn't say whether it's the original score re-recorded or if it's a new adaptation of that score. It just says it's going to be something new, and new is open to interpretation, I guess, until April 5th when we find out. Next up, through digital processing, the image will be made vibrant. All the grime, damage, and noise remaining on the Z film will be removed. In HD, the image will be even clearer. We've carefully made the ultra-powerful Kai world even more impressive. Again, completely Japanese, says nothing of any substance in there. And finally, an all-star voice cast will record the lines anew. The original main cast, centered around Masako Nozawa as Son Goku, will reunite, yo! They'll breathe life into the characters again to support their appeal. Uh, the yo in there, Julian said the sentence ended with something like zo, so that's how he decided to translate their little whatever speech pattern was in there. Again, nothing that we didn't already know here. Masako Nozawa's kind of leading the pack uh, back to revoice the characters. So, again, it's uh, kind of the same stuff we've heard before, uh, leaving us with more questions than answers. But after all that, Waste of Wisher popped in again. I'm just going to read verbatim here because it's good stuff. Don't know anything about the intro and ending song yet or anything past episode one. All of the scenes that were being worked on so far are not being cropped. In fact, quite the reverse. They're being extended. The old format of the original footage is too small to fit the standard frame sizes used for anime nowadays. So all the artwork has to be extended outwards to fit the new frame sizes. This includes both the animation itself and the background art. So if Wasted Wisher is to be believed here and uh, hasn't led us wrong yet at all so far, I think this is uh, going to be a good thing, although we don't really know. The screenshots haven't been helping at all. And then finally, there's uh, two little bits of news here, kind of relating to V-Jump. First thing is the K17 pointed out from a jump scan. Another page I haven't scanned yet, although we did get that scan later on, says they will carry the manga version of the 2008 special special in V-Jump. It's not drawn by Akira Toriyama. So we're talking about Us, Kaitekita Son Goku to Nakamatachi. That would be the uh, 2008 Jump Animator special. It's going to get a manga version, although not drawn by Toriyama. The name listed here is Oishi Naho. Uh, never heard that name before in my life, so uh, hopefully someone else can pop in with that. And that's going to hit V-Jump on uh, March 21st of this year. And finally, one last uh, video game related thing here, so it kind of ties in with the V-Jump scans. What was originally called Dragon Ball Z story for the DS has been renamed Dragon Ball Kai Saiyajin Shurai, or that would be something like Saiyan Invasion. That's going to be coming out in Japan on May 21st, 2009, so spring was right on. And there's a new scan there with a couple little extra details on it. So there you go, that was uh, my longer than expected little insert, so now back to the show. So there you go, Jeff. That's kind of like a mini topic in the news. We don't have so much of a topic here, so unless you have any objections, we're just going to move on to releases. So let me get you going here. On February 24th is a Saturday over here in the U.S. We've got some Dragon Ball Evolution books coming out. First thing is the Junior Novel for $5.99 on Amazon. You can grab that. I think I'm going to pick that one up down at the store and read through it. I know some scans have popped up on our forum. A little bit of story hints in there. Also coming out are chapter books. We've got volumes 1, 2, 3. I think that's all of them. That would be The Discovery, The Search, and the Battle. They're $4.99 each at Amazon retail price. I am not going to be picking those up. These are all adapted by, and I say their names different every time because I have no idea how to say them. Whether it's Stacia Douche and Rodi Kohon, I don't know. Uh, they all came out on February 13th in Japan, actually, because they're getting the movie a little bit before we are, so it makes sense that they get the books before we do. So, Jeff, why don't you take it on over to February 25th? 
I sure hope Ms. Douche is not going to be listening Ms. anytime Douche. soon. Uh, on February 25th, Ayumi Hamasaki with her Rule CD single. This is the international theme song for Dragon Ball Evolution. There's going to be three different versions coming out, each with different features to them. And uh, one version includes a DVD with music videos, and the DVD version has two remixes in addition to the instrumental. Pretty cool. Uh, so CD Japan has them for, and this is uh, individual pricing for each version, 1,000 yen for one version, 1,000 yen for the other, and 1,800 yen right now. Yes, that's that's the one with the DVD, that 1800 yen one. I figured. Yep, yep that's the one I got coming in. Uh, we'll talk about this at the very end of the episode. Don't let me forget that. We'll talk about what the upcoming episodes are because it will involve this. But uh, we'll do one more because uh, that's kind of the end of the month. And next month, next week, actually, it will be a new month. So March 3rd, Tuesday. As far as I can tell, this one hasn't been delayed. But let me take a second to uh, check it here. Well, this one looks like it is still on schedule for the March 3rd release. Viz Big Dragon Ball Volume 3. That would cover Tanko Bonographic Novel volume 7 through 9 so that would be uh, general blue up through the end of the Uranai Baba mini arc 17.99 though Amazon has a pre-order price of 12.23 so we'll take it into the rest of March next month next week on the show let's do some emails Jeff, why don't you read the email here from Ross. Ross says, Hey, Michael, Mary, maybe Julian and or Jeff. Hi, Ross. Listened to your podcast for a while and thought I would finally email you guys. So I've been a fan of the series since about 1998 when Cartoon Network was showing them. And yes, I am a Funimation dub fan. However, one thing that I've been trying to figure out is how to stay into it. I always want to stay interested in the Dragon Ball community and news about the happenings of it. But inadvertently, I stopped following it. It is not that I become bored of the series or the information. I just stopped following it. I was wondering if you guys had any suggestions about how to stay interested and into it. Thanks for your time. Well, the way I stay interested in the series is uh, I do the website and the podcast. I think if I wasn't doing this kind of stuff, and I'm pretty sure we've answered this in the past, but I think it's a, a valid question and one that's worth answering a few times uh, over the years, is I just tried to stay involved with it. It was the thing, it was probably my first uh, mature obsessive fandom. I mean, when you're a kid, you're into all sorts of things. Like when I was a little kid, I was into dinosaurs and wanted to be a paleontologist, that kind of stuff. Kids want to be firemen, spacemen, whatever. Space women were equal opportunity space adventurers there. <laughs> but when you get to high school and you, you start finding things that you're really into, I think that's when this one really took over for me. And, you know, I started the website when I was in high school and now I'm past college, you know, into my adult years. And I'm still really into it. And I think that the way I stay into it is, like I said, just doing my own things with it. Um, I am involved with the community, but it's kind of my own community. I find that when I stray too far from what I've created myself, it stops being fun. And there was a period of time where I, I kind of took a year off from fandom because it just wasn't fun to me anymore. And I totally see a lot of people taking time off from it and coming back. And I love when I hear that, oh, I found your podcast. I was thinking about Dragon Ball, how I used to be into it. And I did a little search. Found on your site and I see you're doing a podcast now and now I'm so into it again it's so much fun that's what I'm really hoping I can accomplish with this is kind of hook those uh, older old school people and get them reinvigorated with their love for the series especially with all this new stuff coming out like uh, Dragon Ball Kai but don't get me wrong I do get burnt out too with a lot of stuff and I think the video games have been huge on this Budokai 1, 2, 3, Sparking 1, 2, 3, and then once Burst Limit came around, I mean, even Sparking Meteor, I was pretty done. You'll find that I never even finished my uh, initial, going further than the initial thoughts on some of those games, because I just couldn't do it anymore. I, I'm just done with these games. I cannot play any more Dragon Ball fighting games. I'm still looking forward to games. Uh, Dragon Ball Story seems like it's going to be kind of interesting on the DS, because it'll at least be something other than a fighter. I mean... <sighs> Dragon Ball Evolution on the PSV, I don't know. 
maybe because it's going to be portable that I can try to have a little more fun with it. Jeff, you're, I mean, you're still kind of going here with fandom. How do you mm-hmm. feel about it? Do you, do you think once you finish the manga, you're going to be like, all right, Mike, I'm kind of done doing the show. <laughs> what do you feel about that? <laughs> Um, that's actually uh, pretty interesting because uh, with Dragon Ball, though, you got to remember that the manga is only one part of it. There is the website. That's another part of it. There is uh, well, when I re- when I reference the website, I refer to, of course, your website uh, and even Kazintai. You know, just just heading over there and joining the community or, or you know sharing opinions, that sort of thing. But then there's also the anime, which I haven't seen yet. True. And you know, even though this is stuff that I can discover, uh, part of being able to stay in something is being able to find something new. When you go back and revisit it, yeah, so, it's true. So even though you read the manga all the way through, go do it again. There's going to be stuff that you'll notice. The, I the do second notice time something new every time I go through. Yeah, exactly. That's and what I do we're doing want to now. interject. I think this may be partially why I'm hesitant to watch all of GT and finally finish it off. Because once I do, there's nothing left for me. Mm. But then again, we've got Dragon Ball Kai coming out, so that'll be a new experience. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad there will be something new down the road. Yeah, and do remember that it's not just about you. You know, it's also about the no, people Jeff. It's that all you... about me. I'm doing a podcast. It has to all be about me, right? Right? That's, that's how this works. No, it's all about you. I get it. There we go. No, no, I'm kidding. It's really just about. I mean, when you uh, read something or watch something, yeah, you basically get used to it after you watch it for the first time. But do remember that there's plenty of other people who haven't yet, and you know these people, and you probably know some that could really enjoy the stuff as well so it's not just about your enjoyment you can definitely get some enjoyment by getting other people into it as well right and that's kind of what we've done with you yeah exactly i mean that that certainly helps you guys with reliving the, the whole growing up with dbz thing again you know like it's it's as i'm going through it you guys are sort of seeing how you felt while right. i'm feeling it so you know in a way that's that's kind of renewing the interest not a the bit. same wavelength i've gotten emails from parents who are you know new parents who are showing it to mm-hmm. their now young kids yep. and their kids are discovering you know little Little Goku for the first time, and it's so fun. I love that, that Dragon Ball is going to be able to be kind of passed down that way. Yeah, and you know, just because uh, you also show interest in, in sticking with it, that isn't a tall tale sign that you're going to lose it. I mean, just right there, you want to be able to stick with it, so don't worry about it. Just, uh, you know, if you have your off times where you don't want to, you know, read anything or listen to anything or do anything related to the community, leave it alone for like a month or two and come back to it. It's not like, you know, you're not allowed to take vacations. I think when we've gotten emails about this before, people say, you know, I kind of feel guilty about not reading or watching anything for a couple months. Absolutely don't feel that way. Yeah, and it's not like because Mike does a podcast every week that you right, right. feel don't... compelled to be as, as crazy <laughs> the as he is. The power of Christ compels you to listen every week. Yeah, don't be don't crazy like Mike. Don't, don't, don't be like him. You Just do what do what you feel comfortable with. It's really about what you're more, uh, what you're more comfortable with, what you're happy with, and, and nothing else matters. We're going to be here for you whenever you're ready to come back and you don't have to listen to every episode you have to read every update but we're ready and welcome with open arms or whenever you want to come back so just have fun find something new take a break come back good times good times we have been out broadcasting the entire show for the first time on this show. We've done it twice with Low Fidelity so far. Yep. We're uh, webcasting this over on Stickham. Uh, and so we have a bunch of people in the chat right now. We've done the one question that I was planning on doing, but because we're kind of recording the show and we got some time to kill, we're going to take some questions from the chat. So uh, we'll give them a second for the lag to catch up. For all you people in the chat, does anyone have a question that you'd like to ask that uh, Jeff can pretend to answer and maybe I can do a halfway decent job answering your question? So Boo and Bobbity are brothers on the planet Namek, and they had this baby called 
Bibbity. Yeah, that's your answer. So we got the first question here, Jeff, from Damon Core. Can you see yourself following the series when you're even older? Oh, I like that question. I absolutely think so. I mean, it, we have no idea where our lives are going to take us, but I do think that it'll be a thing that I might need to take a break. Maybe it'll be another year at some point. Maybe it'll be five years. But I love knowing that Dragon Ball is going to be there, that I can come back to it any time. Goku is always going to be the same character. He's always going to have that stupid, dumbass grin on his face. And he's always going to welcome me back. So um, I love knowing that Dragon Ball will always be there for me. Because like I said, it was kind of my first more mature obsession, even though those two words don't really fit together all that well. Uh, I love knowing it's going to be there, and it can be something that I can revisit, my children can revisit, and so on and so forth. Because Shiz asks, why do uh, Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta look the same? And uh, I think it's just because it's at the end of GT, and they didn't know how to combine the GT Vegeta character design with the GT Goku design and the Super Saiyan 4 design, thus the uh, the red fur. And that was the <laughs> Jeff's giving me a funny face. That's the differentiation there is the color of the fur. So Taku is asking thoughts on rule. I hope asking if doesn't crash. Oh, I hope asking it doesn't crash the feed because we're talking about the live action movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Mary did briefly mention that she heard it once and she's like, oh, it's okay. I guess this is a great point in the show to point out that uh, I'm getting the CD, I'm getting the DVD. We are going to do a full review of it. I've only heard it like once or twice myself. I'm kind of feeling the same. Oh, it's okay. So I do want to get the full product in. Jeff, I think next week we're going to try and stay on course with the manga review of Awesomeness. Oh, we will so, be the first of the month. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah, okay. So assuming that it takes about a week for uh, the shipment to come in, it comes out on the 25th. So next week will be manga. The week after that, hopefully we'll be able to review the rule CD single and the DVD that comes with it. So you can get some pretty in-depth thoughts on it uh, then. Pretty sweet. Jaime is asking, do you think Toei will ever make an OVA for Nekomajin Z? God damn it, I really hope so. Jeff, I don't think you've had the opportunity to read the whole Nekomajin series. I have not seen a single part of it. It I've seen the cover, but that's it. Okay, it is hilarious stuff. And I think it's just kind of free money that is out there for them if they so desire to make it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they need uh, Toriyama to you know, give them the green light on it or whatever it is, but I really, really, really want it to be made. May I remind people that um, that there are plenty of these things happening in Japan already. I mean, uh, the beer Ebisu, where it has like the uh, the hamster, I believe, on the can, yes. was converted into its own spin-off series. A very sexy show. Oh, it's so great, though. So I wouldn't doubt it that, that they would do something like this. I mean, obviously, they, they need money. <laughs> they need to see the uh, marketable profit on this. And uh, the character, I, haven't, I don't remember what the character looks like. It's sort of, sort of cute, sort of a shoujo-ish-like look to it. Or, I don't know, does he have sort of like a cute marketable look, like sort of a Sanrio look? Or is it more like Toriyama sort of... Uh... You can market him. I can totally see keychains and pillows and stuff. I'd love a pillow with a, a Z face on it. Then who knows? You'll, you, I'm sure there's probably going to be something at some point. I mean, that's just like a gold mine they're sitting on. You're absolutely right. So I think that's going to wrap it up for questions. Thanks, guys, for kind of hanging out in the chat and asking questions because I only bothered to pull in one email for the show otherwise. Good times. I good appreciate times. that. Yeah, that's right. Jeff, if people have questions, comments, all that kind of good stuff, other than joining us in the chat, maybe occasionally, suppose they could do that. I don't know if we'll do it every week. Probably not. But uh, email. Where's it going? <laughs> You'll send those emails to podcast at dizex.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Thank you oh so much. I think that's actually going to bring us to the close of the episode. 
I think so too. We did the first live episode of Dizentuary X, and it was just you and me. Woohoo! No Mary, no Julian. I feel kind of guilty about that. Yeah, well, we needed we needed just more than us. You know, we needed our audience. Right. So we had people to pull in. That That's was right. good times. So yep. I appreciate that. Yep. So Jeff, I think we're going to see you next week on the show. Possibly. Kind of a short one here, so people can get their fill of Jeff next time with manga. That's right. I'll remember to do a good job and check in with your predictions and write them down and make sure we're good to go with that stuff. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> do you have any recollection of all that stuff you said? No, too much beer. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Jeff, why don't you go ahead and plug stuff? All right. So uh, if you want to have more of me, I stick in people. If you'd like to hear more of me, then you can listen to my podcast with Mike over here as my co-host. That's uh, Low Fidelity. You can check it out at lowfidelity.info. That's L-O-F-I-D-E-L-I-T-Y dot I-N-F-O. And uh, oh, that was really quick, wasn't it? Yeah, but you, you can plug something else because we both do other things and we're back with one. Yeah, you're right. We are back with another episode of VG Convos. So uh, definitely check out uh, VGConvos.com, the podcast. I think that's what we're calling it. <laughs> we just make something up every time. Possibly. So VGConvos.com. You can check that out too. God, what else are we on? Is that it? I mean, that's about it right now. Okay, that's it right now. Yeah. So yeah, if that's you, everything that's updated right okay, now. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that's true. So if you need more of me, there's two other places you can get me at. <laughs> Fantastic. That's right. So uh, Julian and myself, and Mary shows up on the show too. We can be found at DaiZenshuEx. That's www.daizex.com. Mixing up my pronunciations there because that's how I roll. We got lots of new stuff to put up uh, because I've been kind of overworked and sick and stuff. I haven't finished up a few pages I've been working on. Hoping to do them soon. I know we're like two months behind on that borrowed attacks page. I'll get around to it. I'll finish it up. I don't think you've seen it. It's pretty awesome. I'll show you it. Okay. There you go. Dyson Chewy X. This was 165, the no topic episode, the first kind of semi live episode. Good experiment? Failed. You think it failed? Excel saga. Yeah, I, I get the joke, Jeff. Yeah, I've seen the show. That was terrible. I hated it. We sold our DVDs. Ooh. I hated it that much. Wait, what? Yeah. You know who, you know who bought them? Who? Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, for uh, Mary over in bed, Julian off in Japan at something like uh, 4 or 5 in the morning. For Jeff over here, my name is Mike, Vegito EX. Jeff, you want to do it? No. Daizenshu EX, the podcast.